Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. So glad that you're back this week. Today we're going to be talking about red flags. Different page from last week. We've rebranded New Girl, New Us, everything. And, you know, I feel like this is a topic I can really get into. I have some personal red flags. And also, this episode was inspired by a TikTok that we'll put up that basically questioned, what are our own red flags? Like, when we meet someone, they're like, ooh, she's got that red flag. What are they? Yeah, so I like that we're doing both sides of it. We're going to talk about, like, red flags that we see in other people and then red flags in ourselves because mm-hmm. like it's only fair i'm not a perfect person right, so right. i'm excited <laughs> i'm gonna be real real about who i am this week so i'm excited to get into it but before we do how's your week been how's it going oh well let me tell you you know as covid starts to uh people get vaccinated and stuff and social interactions start to happen i was placed in a social interaction that i dreaded you know that feeling when you walk into a room and you're like I don't think this is my vibe. Yes. The thing is, the funny thing is, is that I struggle with the balance of being an open-minded person because I don't like to jump on judgments when I first meet people, you know? I don't believe that people are not judgmental. We all have experiences that lead us to believe things. However, my intention for, like, spring was to trust my intuition and go with, like, what my gut says, but I didn't listen. I didn't listen, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? I basically had the same energy that when you walk into, like, a fraternity where everyone, like, doesn't want to get to know you, won't Mm -hmm. try, might say the N-word here or there. So I was like... I'll give it 30 minutes. Um, Yeah, that was proven to be a mistake. And also, I just feel like because I haven't been in a social interaction in so long, I was like super hyper aware about like mm-hmm. everything. Like the house I was in had hella stairs. I was like, people with disabilities, I like, couldn't, couldn't come up here. If they were had a wheelchair, how the fuck would they get up the stairs? You know, it, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I will like go back home and like sit there for three weeks and like overanalyze the situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. What about you? So I had like a little staycation with me, myself, and and I and I stayed like I literally did like four days with like some self-reflection because you know it's really weird being 26 I'm almost 27 and it's so like just I haven't checked in with myself in a while because I feel like you know it just has been a while since I checked in so I checked in with myself and I feel like I'm trying to go into the summer with really positive energy but also kind of like realizing that the situation we're in is a little bit unknown and being okay mm-hmm. with that and even though that things are going to open back up I don't think things are going to go back to exactly how right. they were obviously so I have to be okay with that and move forward so I would you know a lot of times when I take time off I take it off like with friends because I like to like you know spend time with my friends and that's really fun but taking time for yourself is really important so you know I highly encourage it I love that should have done that instead <laughs> <laughs> Okie So first, we're going to start with some of the red flags that, you know, we just notice when we are talking to men or even other girls or maybe just friendship, people that we keep close. Yes. I would say like for me, the one that like, you know, shout out to one of our past episodes with Ross mm-hmm. is I like someone who's emotionally vulnerable. And what I mean by that is just someone who's able to share how they're feeling about things mm-hmm. just because it's like part of communication. So right. if someone cannot describe how they feel about something or they're very like one note with their feelings, like if I ask them like, oh, how do you feel about that? And they're like, 
I don't really know. That's like a bad answer. That's a red flag. (laughs) Doesn't think about his feelings. Right. Check. A big one for me is being rude to service workers or like waitresses, Mm -hmm. bartenders, etc. I like lose every single inch of respect when you don't respect other people. Yeah. Or you expect a certain treatment mm -hmm. because you're paying for it. Right. Or you treat people like the help instead of human beings who have a job. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one for me too. I would say something else that's really big for me is like coming on a little too strong, like Mm. love bombing. I've always told this story that like I met this guy at a festival and I was like, oh, he's pretty cool. Like we have similar interests. But like he was kind of obsessed with me in a way that I was like, this is unhealthy because I'm not like I'm a cool girl, but I'm not this cool. Yeah, I love this one because I have been in situations where the dude likes me a little too much and I tell my friends and they're like, oh, you know, you are you are a dope human being, but that's a little too much. And I agree because usually... They, they can flip the switch real quick. It becomes from love to <laughs> and really not love. You know, I don't want, like, if a guy really likes you, there's a difference between that and, like, love bombing. And what I would say is that if he really likes you and is very intense really early on paired with other red flags like Mm. if he has like jealousy or possessiveness with thinking that you're really really cool really really early on is like let's move in together let's get married like those are like pretty big red flags put together right and i think it can be sneaky right it can Mm -hmm. be like love bombing to the point where it's like oh i only want you to hang out with me and Mm -hmm. you're not like this is another one like you're not like hanging out with your own friends or he's not really making an effort to get to know anybody else but you or wanting you to go to just hang out with your friends without him I feel um I think another one would be like not wanting to meet like to extend to this one not wanting to meet your friends or meet your family mm-hmm. um which is a li- I think this one can be a little different and either means like yo he's not like trying to stay here he he's in for a good time not a long time or like why is this person only trying to keep me to himself that's a little later on mm-hmm. but yeah obviously don't try and bring a dude that for- on your second date yeah, to yeah, meet yeah. your parents but yeah that's a bowl yeah <laughs> <laughs> so my mom's really dope i just thought like you should start to get to know her here's her number in case yes i think another thing that i see as red flags is if someone is evasive when you ask them questions about their morals and values mm. so you know like because maybe this is just me because i'm a very outspoken about my feelings about certain things i've had situations where i've like like, we talked about politics, but I didn't get any of their opinions right, on right, it. Right. No feedback. No feedback. It was just more them listening being like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later, like, oh, they were secretly a Trump supporter, so they just didn't want to, like, tell out you your themselves. views. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so being elusive about your values. Because I feel like if your values and your morals are who you are, yeah. so why are you being like sus about it you know share yeah like come on and i agree this one is just like like know what you're getting yourself into which is one of my red flags that we can get to later myself red flags (laughs) and a big one for me is um when you ask somebody like their type and the first thing they mention is like race run Even, like, physical characteristics in general, I think, like, to an extent, Mm -hmm. I... I mean, I think there's preference, but with race, that's not a thing. That's internalized racism, maybe. (laughs) Or fetishization. (laughs) Exactly. There's no way around those. I would have to agree with that one. I think also 
it's kind of a red flag if people have like any weird comments about like people you've dated you know what i'm saying like like someone be like like if they're like oh so you date black guys like that's a red flag even though they might date black girls if they say like oh you date this race and they're kind of like weirded out by it then you know what i'm saying oh okay 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 like it comes up about your exes and it's like oh one of your exes is black like that's them being racist Oh, oh. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. I do encounter more the situation where it's like, I only date white girls. And I'm like, did you hear what comes out of your your mouth? You've that's never, different. Like, yeah, Th- yeah, That's yeah. different because it's like white. Like it's, you know what I'm saying? But no, it's- no, definitely. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. the ones I most have commonly faced with red flags is the preference of white women. That one's gonna always be weird for me. Yeah. But. Because you can't be like, you know, like, I mean, you can call it out and be like, Loki, that's embedded in like racist ideals if you like really think about it. Because there's a difference between preference and when it's a specific race mostly because you get your influences from like society and media that do preference mm-hmm. like whiteness and Eurocentric, Eurocentric views so if you only date white women I or only date white men sit with it and really think like what because the, here's the thing like what's attractive about a person could be like their charisma yeah. their sense of humor and if you're excluding every other race then that like just just sit and really think about that like then you're saying that personality has nothing to do with who the fuck you date well that's my that's why i say like any person that just leads with physical features like because like if if someone was like gonna be like oh like what's my type and i I would say like really smart really funny Mm -hmm. outgoing yeah yeah, yeah. because like as much as like you'll see amongst the guys i've dated they don't fucking look alike like they don't but they all are very like Big personalities, mm-hmm. because I'm a big motherfucking personality, so you gotta, like, kind of match it. Yeah, I agree with that one. Ooh, a big one is, since we're we're digging in, it's if they show any, like, gender roles or, like, misogynist ideals. It's a big one for me. But this yeah. one, you kind of have to look out for, because it doesn't, like, not a lot of people are gonna come out and be like, I believe, like, a woman's place should be in the kitchen, you know? See, the thing is, is how I get to the bottom of this. And this is why it's like part of like, maybe we can transition. But like, part one of my red flags that guys might be like, that's fucking weird. Is like, I'm like, I try to get to know people's like home dynamics. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, are you you close with your mom? Because if it's like, no, my mom's a bitch. I'm like, okay, you're going to murder me. You know, like anyone. (laughs) No offense, but I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or it's just like oh yeah like i remember like oh yeah you know my dad he was a provider but he was never around i'm like oh okay like that's a part of your deal your dynamic and not to judge people like everybody can come out of a good situation but you got to go to therapy if you've had like some family dynamics that yeah you don't want to repeat that is very true talk them out talk them out another one okay jealousy slash not being able to have friends with the opposite gender i think this is interesting because for me like this is i'm not gonna like generalize all men but like they have seen shown studies that like men are more less likely to see women like as friendships than women are to see men as friendships Mm -hmm. so i think sometimes men are like oh well i don't want her to have guy friends because they don't have girlfriends in which they would never pursue a relationship with if the opportunity arose but i think women are different because i have plenty of guy friends that i literally would never date 
Yeah. Like you, they're friends now. They're not coming out of that. Um, Yeah. And not because they're bad people, but just because I'm like, no, I think of you as a friend. Like, yeah. And personally, any of my friends that like I would be interested in, I would have already like pursued that. You know what I'm saying? It would start with the with the pursuit. Right. It wouldn't lead there. Exactly. I agree. Or if it if it like because I obviously think you can be friends with a guy first before dating them. But for me, I'm already like I'm one step ahead. I'm trying to get that taken care of. You know, (laughs) I waste no time if I'm not gonna secretly like you. My mind. Like I'm not gonna secretly like you and then never pursue it. Like I'm like I just like you and then maybe like no. I'm like okay, (laughs) we can be friends. Fine. Don't worry. I'll get over it. (laughs) I've seen this play out both ways though. Like when like someone's boyfriend is talking to women and they don't like that but i feel that's a projection of people's own trust issues yeah. so that one's like a little deeper because i think like you can definitely work on that one as like your own personal growth but if you know that maybe some of these red flags are working with each other that might be something that you want to avoid i agree yeah. i remember <laughs> one time i another interaction i wasn't a fan on this girl started talking to my boyfriend i was next to him and kind of hitting on him and i was just like whatever like on i believe that you flirting with my boyfriend is kind of a compliment i don't think he's gonna reciprocate i'm right next to him it would be bold and after the interaction one of his friends was like oh bernice is not even sweating it and i'm like well what's he what's he gonna do <laughs> he's gonna go ask her for a number right in front of me okay i mean <laughs> that's a lot <Yeah. laughs> that's bold when men try to man explain things to me oh yeah <laughs> This is a big one. Big one. Biggest yeah, yeah, pet yeah, peeve. Yeah. <laughs> if you take me to a restaurant and you try to either order for me or explain the menu to me um, when I didn't really ask. <laughs> I don't know what people think. I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could you imagine going in a restaurant with a guy and being like, oh, so, do you know how do you know how a menu works? <laughs> Have you seen a menu before? <laughs> Have you been to a restaurant? I know you're a grown ass adult. <laughs> like, sometimes I have to like. I'm like, bro, I've lived my entire life successfully without <laughs> yeah. any assistance. Actually, I did already know that. And I do know more information about that. But thanks for your input. XOXO. Literally. <laughs> All right. So should we move on to the red flags we might be giving off? Yeah. So I'm going to do this like, you know, I'm going to do a disclaimer. Pre-therapy, the red flags were different. A different girl. Yeah. Different, you know, and um. Another throwback to our Ross episode where we talked about trauma bonding. I mm-hmm. used to trauma bond, but not on purpose. Like, Same. I wasn't... I was trauma bonding not because I wanted that person. I just was trying to under... I wanted to lay all the cards out on the table yeah, in yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah. So I was like, hey, here's all of my issues. Shit. Yeah. So you know what you're getting yourself into. Right. <laughs> now, in retrospect, I realize that that did two negative things. One, it scared people off because that's pretty <laughs> yeah. intense. You know? Yeah. And then two... I felt so upset when I got broken up with because I was like, oh, my God, this guy knows so much about me that I would have never shared. But, like, I thought this was going to be a thing. So I would mm. be left way more hurt in relationships that, like, I had really only dated them for a couple weeks. But because I told them everything about me. Right. Right. And, I mean, I don't think we should discourage people from being vulnerable. I think you no. can be vulnerable. and There's just a balance. There is a balance. I agree. I think Ross, the therapist, did give me some insight. And I was like, you know what? He's right. Maybe let's not lead with my anxiety and depression. Right. And, but I do, I do, with political views, it's a little more, I think, personal for me that it, this could be a red flag to somebody, of right. course. But, like, I am an immigrant. Obviously, like, during the Trump presidency especially, I felt like... Like, I needed to say that right off the bat because 
I'm not like, but I think that's something you, know, you should be like proud of, and yeah, like yeah, isn't yeah. necessarily trauma. Like I'm specifically yeah. like talking about trauma because I felt like, and this is something a therapist told me is that like I was like, oh, I want to know how damaged they are, so mm. and see how they react to the things I say okay. because I want people to understand like where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And see like, oh, do they understand it? Do they get it? Is this someone I can be compatible with? Just because someone has their own trauma and drama and. <laughs> deal doesn't mean they can relate to yours any better and so some guy that seems seemingly seems like you know trauma free he might be be able to better relate to you than someone that had the exact same trauma as you because everyone interprets it differently so that's why i kind of save that right now people just don't even (laughs) need to know if i don't want to (laughs) you know yeah third day material um right oh another one that i think would be a red flag is having a podcast oh that we have one yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely something I would have to say for me. It's also that I do stand up comedy. Like people right. always are like, oh, is this going to be in your stand up sketch? And I'm like, you have to massively fuck it up because I'm far more interesting yeah. than this fucking blind date from Tinder. But <laughs> yeah, you have to be like, just know I talk about sucking dick in public. Like if you're not cool with that. Or that I might talk about our interaction and mm-hmm. you might not like how it came off to me. <laughs> also, like if your parents know how to use the internet, they can find things out about me that you might not want them to know. Yeah. That's true. I'm okay with it. This is a lifestyle. I've yeah. full sent it. But yeah. You signed on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. How's going? Another one is I can be very moody. Mm-hmm. I'm very hot and cold. Depends on. But this also has to do a lot with my anxiety. And I I try to express that I'm an anxious person and that my anxiety sometimes com- comes up as like irritability mm-hmm. or just like that really affects my mood changes. And I and also like I'm a hangry bitch. Like I'm a hangry, hangry bitch. Like you haven't seen hell until you've seen me hungry. <laughs> I mean, I do give warnings, though. Right. I, I was about to say, like, if you can communicate that you're getting get to that point, yeah. I always am like, yo, I'm in an, I'm feeling a little yeah. peckish. <laughs> and if I don't get food soon, I'm going to not be nice. <laughs> not be my best self. Yeah. I'm the same way. I would say I really like like banter and like light roasting. You know what mm. I'm saying? And I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. it can come off as like me being mean. But it's like, no, I like you. So I'm kind of picking on you. Not everybody's into that. No. <laughs> No, they're not. Sometimes they think you're coming for them. I know. Yeesh, take a joke. I literally, I'm like, it's just a joke. (laughs) Also, I don't know. I'll do this with anybody. So it's not like it's like you should take it personal. Sometimes my friends, like, I'm not even coming for them. Yeah. But, like, the funny thing that you and I do that I still do to this day is we do this thing where, like, someone's, like, talking about a girl. And, we're, <laughs> and like, yeah. and they're, like, being, like, she did this, 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 and this. And, and the thing was, like, insignificant. You like, know? it's not really a big deal. We'd yeah. be, like, that stupid bitch. Fuck that bitch, that dusty asshole. I can't believe She's she so fucking, fucking did stupid. that to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll do that to my friends, like, when they're talking about a problem. I'm, like, that fucking bitch. I cannot believe she would have fucking wear the same thing you i can't believe she'd fucking do that to you bro and they'll be like thinking i'm making fun of them which i am but it's just like in good heart i think it's more to bring light into the situation that like we did this a lot during our sorority recruitment where women would be getting mad at each other for like she didn't get the fucking um stack right like she couldn't open the door fucking right if that bitch can't flip her hair (laughs) take her out of the front that's a true these are quotes you know and you start to actually like hate this person and manifest like mm-hmm. ill feeling towards this person so yeah that that is a strategy we use to kind of lighten the mood bring everybody back down to planet earth some people don't like it though no they really don't and yeah with the humor is definitely a hit or miss some people do not like getting picked on like 
slightly, <laughs> friends included. There's been situations where, where you take it too far. I'll say another one that is like a red flag, I'm sure for other people, but like I'm bad at forgetting that what I've seen online about somebody and what they've told me. Mm. So if I stop somebody... <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, like, I, I don't stalk people that, like, I know, but, like, mm. I stalk people. Like, if I'm going to go on a Tinder date, like, I'm not just looking at your Tinder profile. I'm looking at your LinkedIn, you know? <laughs> so you might mention, like, third date in, like, oh, I worked at IBM. And I'll be like, oh, my God, yeah, and you were telling me about that. And they're like, <laughs> like no, no I've never said that to you. And then I'm like, oh. I was like, right, right. And then you're like, oh. Sure? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, was it the other guy I'm dating? Which is equally <laughs> as bad. Just digging yourself. <laughs> Just digging harder. myself a hole. So, yeah. So, like, I know a lot about people that I shouldn't know. And, like, mm. I'm bad at hiding it. So, it might be a red flag that I very obviously have stalked <laughs> you online. You know, at least you're honest. I, I am going to add on to this one. So, I have a really good memory. Ooh, honestly, me selective memory. Like, when I'm drinking, is not that great. But when I'm not drinking, like, if you tell me your birthday, I will, will probably remember it. Or, like, random little things. So, I'm able to bring those back up in conversation conversation but i think some people get like scared that i like remember things like people are always like how do you like how do you know that or how do you remember that and i'm like you told me that months ago and they're like oh but like how do you remember and i'm like i don't know like this brain is just always the way it was given (laughs) so i think so too because the thing i do is i dude if you tell me one plus one equals two like you can tell me one in March and tell me one in August and I'll put one plus one together in mm-hmm. fucking August and then I'll be like yo that's really interesting that you say that because back in March you said this other thing which doesn't make sense with this thing you just told me which makes me believe you were fucking lying about who you were at that party with <laughs> yeah and then they're like what and I'm like I caught you up in a lie that you didn't even know you lied to me about because you forgot you lied to me about it and then I get this is another thing I call people out yeah i call people out and this isn't just with like dudes i'm dating like i will call anyone out but specifically with guys i'm dating i call things out very early on because like i want to know is this a pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. what is this i like to get the root to something i don't like to sit with confusion. okay and sometimes it's poor timing i i will say that sometimes it's my fault but not entirely my fault of a situation that like i like to have difficult conversations and i do believe that like being uncomfortable is a space where you grow how like however that has gone me in trouble sometimes because not everybody is ready to be confronted with something but i also think that in my experience like people always say like oh like i remember the first time i was called aggressive Mm. and intimidating Mm. it was in the ninth grade and i remember the situation because it was with this boy who would deny my Tolo invitation <laughs> later. But I remember pressing him because he was like, oh, I like natural girls. And I was like, well, do you like Kim Kardashian? And he's like, well, of course. And I was like, that's like the least natural of the girls. So really, you don't really like natural girls, you know? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, you're so aggressive. Like, you're really intimidating. Like, da 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 And I'm like, am I really? Because I feel like I just call people out. And because I'm a woman, they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. It's seen differently than, like, if your bro was like, oh, dude, like, I'm calling you out on that. Like, you would not be like, he's being aggressive. Because I'm not yelling in your face. I'm just asking you questions. That shouldn't really be that deep. And if no. you are getting really deep with it, then that's your own thought process that got you there. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, for me, I've I've learned in this life that I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So instead of assuming something about someone or, you know, assuming what they meant by that, I'll literally ask you, what do you mean by that? 
because I'm genuinely curious and giving you the benefit of the doubt. And then they start digging themselves in the hole like, oh, I didn't mean, well, you know, I, the thing is, I'm like, not a racist. I've, every fucking, you're I such a, you're snowflake. Black Lives Matter. Literally. You're such a snowflake. Like, why are you calling me out about this? I was like, I actually didn't call you out. I asked you a clarifying question. Panic. Jesus. Straight panic. <laughs> I think something else that is a red flag for me is that like, I don't really like to casually date people. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is just like, if I do not see like, a potential in you then I'm not wasting my time because I rather just be on my fucking own like right <laughs> so I ask a lot of really deep questions early on and that sometimes can like throw people off because they're like this bitch is trying to get me to know me too well and I'm like no I'm just trying to figure out if we're compatible because if we're not like I'll deuce out this one is a red flag that I purposely get <laughs> when my boyfriend and I like were together for um, I don't remember how long it was but when people would try to hit on me and I like wasn't into it I'd be like oh like I bring up my ex like i would talk about openly talk about that i still talk to my ex like we like daily mm. like we still have conversations <laughs> that one was on purpose though. <laughs> that one i was I mean, trying yeah. to radiate a red flag people people didn't care though <laughs> it's probably because they were talking to their ex they just weren't willing to ah! admit it <laughs> probably i've never talked to an ex like it's never happened maybe no 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 well it's probably once for you're a dead, reason yeah once you're dead to me you're dead to me dude which is another red flag like i swear to god if someone fucks up early on in a relationship with me i do not give you're them cut. second chances like <laughs> it just doesn't happen and like i feel like like oh wow i just did this little thing but for me i'm just like oh no like it's just not gonna work i'm not gonna try i just that's another red flag i don't try that hard you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna try to make something work like if it's not working it's not working if it's not gelling it's not gelling it's okay i like that for me this one comes into kind of lust like if the d is good sometimes i will overhype the situation like this isn't really a relationship this isn't really a good thing i got mm-hmm. going i just like because of lust i have made this fantasy basically world where we're meant to be together because of the endorphins I'm like feeling at the time but it's not the case so fun fact when I got back into dating like I don't know like a year and a half ago I was like dude I'm not gonna hook up with these guys because it just clouds my judgment Mm -hmm. because I would stick around with guys who were shitty dudes but the dick was bomb like I'd stick (laughs) around with that for way longer and then really solid guys like really nice good guys if the D wasn't there I would literally be like I can't do this, you know, but they were good guys and I probably, they would have grown on me, um, <laughs> but I just didn't allow it. No, no, no. I'm going to go with this toxic Literally. ass who I already build our lives together. Bro, sex, is, really sex releases happy. some like really yeah, intense chemicals in your brain. So like, I don't even blame, brain, like blame myself. So I really would like, if, if. For instance, like I always tell people, if you break up with your ex and the sex is really great, do not continue to have sex with them because mm. it'll just you'll just feel Linger some type of fucking way. And still makes you feel connected mm-hmm. because intimacy, and you, the lines are blurred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a red flag that I give off. When I first started dating my boyfriend, I tried to break up with him every time I got drunk. But because. <laughs> OK, so here's the thing. I didn't have a boyfriend up until college, so I never really, like, picture myself with somebody. Mm -hmm. So I started to plan my life by myself. Like, I was like, okay, after college, I'm going to make moves. I'm going to do this. Once I get my green card, I'm going to do this. And all of those things looked like like they were by myself. So when I got into a relationship, I think my kind of defense mechanism was, like, drop this person. Like, he doesn't fit in our future. Like, we don't, like, you know. So I would try to evade the situation as much as I could but only when I was drunk so this also t- 
tells me that this was also a red flag because like, bitch, why you're bringing shit up when you're drunk is because Mm -hmm. I wasn't communicating how I was feeling about a situation with my partner. I think something that you have to do is suspend expectations when you first start dating someone. Because, you know, fun fact that I learned is that your brain interprets these like made up conversations and situations Mm -hmm. that you have with someone the exact same as if it actually happened. Yeah. And also, if you just, like, plan your whole life with somebody and what it's going to look like, when that doesn't come to fruition, you're going to get super disappointed. So I feel like when, especially early on in a relationship, like, there you have, like, love goggles on, but you have to kind of, like, keep in reality. Like, what's the reality of the situation? (laughs) Like, is this a future you're both planning or is this a future you're planning for yourself? Mm-hmm. right yeah. i just want to say a red flag that like i have for other people but something that i do kind of back to calling people out but like if the story that they're telling you is inconsistent like you why? gotta go why yeah. is it inconsistent if one day he's really into you and he's talking about like your kids and like your future and then the next week he's like you're not even my girlfriend that's just too wishy-washy you know what yeah. i'm saying i'm very consistent like if that's i like, like you fuck boy behavior though it is what i'm just saying look yeah. out for it yeah, yeah, yeah. like don't accept it like just because one time i've had this where i held on really for too long with the dude because one time he did tell me this but then other times he was telling me something fucking different and i just mm-hmm. held on to the part that i liked which was the future that he said we were and gonna you're have almost waiting for that part to like right. come back yeah 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 so what is the most consistent message he's been sending you if it's not he wants to be married to you listen to the other part not the part you want to hear yeah that's a tough pill to swallow yeah (laughs) okay so sometimes i get really frustrated with the institution of whiteness so i have in the past been like in a moment be like i fucking hate white people and i don't hate white people okay i do not i do hate the institution of whiteness and what it has like what the result has been and it's a lot of reminders when i see asian people getting beaten up when i see black people being killed in mass rates when i see trans women of color also being killed and no one looking into Mm -hmm. their murders like that's what i mean when i hate when i say like sometimes i say that so that's something that i'm working on because i know that obviously like that can put off some people that one's a hard one and something that i've been thinking about a lot lately because i feel like you know you and i have these kinds of conversations and we really for not even recently but for a long time Mm -hmm. we've been thinking about oppressions that don't affect us right right and like you know i always sometimes i think about you know when i'm shopping for clothes and like berenice did her final project with all like accessible closures for her clothing and like that's literally something that no one would think about so i can't get mad at someone else for not considering it and that's something i've been working on just because like most people in this world never think about that kind of shit so i can't get mad at them for not thinking about it but if they're not open to having a dialogue about that then that's like peace deuce. Mm-hmm. And there's the difference, I feel like. I agree. All right, you guys. I would say I would say my my like fun red flag. Like mm-hmm. well I'll tell you this one. The fun red flag <laughs> that I like is that I really get weirded out when people are super into German shepherds. Like if we have any German shepherd fans listening that's totally okay i just think it's weird and i would never date someone who's like has an affinity for date like wanting a german shepherd because i i never want a german shepherd Mm. you know so i don't want to live limit someone from having their best life but german shepherds give me police dog nazi vibes so i'm just not about it personally interesting i think mine would be um along with the dogs dog breeding people who dog breed oh my god it's It's so weird weird it's weird it's weird 
It's interesting you say that because I think that all the time. <laughs> and one time I was talking to my cousin and I was like, yeah, I just think it's a very weird hobby. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it's like, what if I was breeding humans? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people would be like, that's crazy. That's psychotic. And it's, mostly, it's because like it's expensive pets. And sometimes like it's just it's weird. You know, my dog looks like a designer dog. I always get questions for how much I bought my dog for. $125 at the pound, okay? <laughs> I got her when she was a puppy, and everyone... She's was, lucky to be here. She is. No, it's just the thing is, is like people pay literally for a dog that looks like my dog, $3,000. I know that because recently I met a dog that looked just like Cardi, and she told me she just paid $3,000, and she was shocked Yikes. when I got... Well, I told her I got her for 125 and I just feel like it's like, bro, why do you... Like, why we're treating dogs like designers. Like, like, like yeah. Mm. yeah, weird. Well, there it is, baby. <laughs> Our red flags. Um, do you have red flags? Let us know what they are. I'd yeah. love to know if we didn't cover something. I would love to like start up the next episode with some of your guys' red flags. Absolutely. Plugs of the week? Plugs of the week. All right. So this week I got a black owned business called InBoost, IG at InBoost Kids. And basically this is a like a little pouch, like a, basically a big tea pouch to infuse alcohol. So it's a cocktail kit. And basically, there's different flavors. So it's like spicy margarita, berry lavender, lemonade, pineapple meal. And you essentially just put this in whatever booze you want, like, for three days. And then it's, like, ready to go. You just pair it with, like, sparkling water. And, you know, for all of us who want to just live our best lives and get a drink after work now that it's sunny, I feel like this would be a great way to infuse your own alcohol. Girl, I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check that out. So mine is... It is at Peachy Keen. It's a swimwear brand. I've been doing a lot of research on swimwear recently because I'm like, fuck, if I'm going to give you my goddamn $100, I better pick a company that I kind of can like support. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this company specifically, small small business they are super duper size inclusive they also like have done this thing that i like where they name their sizes like just names that have nothing to do with size because basically they're saying like every size is beautiful and like anyway so they're super size inclusive from 2xs to like 4x so that's really cool they also are made from a sustainable material and they are also made uh sustainably like in sustainable factories where their workers are paid a living wage so it's at peachy keen i just ordered their bikini it does take a couple weeks but if you're looking for a bikini i've done my research there's a suggestion love that put me on okay and that's it for the plugs of the week all right everyone that's that episode thank you so much for coming along this journey i hope that you laughed and i hope you don't think that we're fucking crazy because you might who isn't right yeah flaunt it (laughs) thanks so much for listening as always if you want to support our small business slash podcast please subscribe Rate us five stars and then go follow our Instagram. It's at thanks number four, your concern. And then our personal Instagrams, if you want to stalk us, are at Bernice DSM. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.